Hey y'all, it's Shantavia and Ashley, and, and this, this is Obedience, Obedience Podcast. Podcast. Just to recap with you guys, everything we learned, you know, since this is our Bible study for the resurrection. So first we talked about what Passover is and why Passover is celebrated. And then we went into talking about the Lord's Supper and the importance of us taking communion. Mm-hmm. Just remember, never feel guilty when you take communion. And you can take communion whenever you want to take communion. Whenever you feel like you want to remember our Savior, mm-hmm. take your communion. You know, we talked a little bit about betrayal. And we told y'all guys the story of the crucifixion. So now we're going to talk about when things got real, real. And the resurrection. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jesus died. We all know that. But now we want to talk about what happened after he died. So those can be found. Those scriptures can be found: Matthew twenty-eight, Mark sixteen, Luke twenty-four, and John twenty. As you see, it's just chapters. So yeah, you got to read the whole chapter. So we're gonna go ahead and continue in Luke since we're here already, and just Luke twenty-four. But on the first day of the week. At early dawn, the women went to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared to finish anointing the body. So just to give you a little um, a little uh, backstory about what's going on at this point. Jesus died. They took him off the cross. Um, I don't think, they didn't do like a burial for him, right? They just kind of like. Uh, who was it that put him in his tomb? It was Joseph. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Okay. Then took his body down to the cross and wrapped it in a long sheet of linen cloth and laid it in the new tomb that had been carved out of rock okay so that's what happened after jesus actually died so at this point in 24 the women which i believe all the women who were you know at the scene weeping they are here now um going to anoint his body with um certain oils to give him a proper burial but um, they went there and they found a large stone rolled back from the tomb. But when they went inside, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed and wondering about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothing stood near them. And as the women were terrified and were bowing their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why are you looking for the living one among mm-hmm. the dead? Just, just, just. Why are you looking for the living one among the dead? He He is is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still here in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise from the death to life. And they remembered his words. And after returning from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven apostles and to all the rest. So, do you really think, like, everybody forgot what Jesus said? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just need a remembrance yeah. of what he has said. Like, why are you surprised that he's gone? Yeah. He, he told you he was gone. He was going to get up. Yeah. And that he did. He arose. And I'm glad. He arose. He arose. He arose. He arose. He arose from the dead. That's all I know. But, yeah. Why are you looking for the living one among the dead? He is yet alive, and he's on the, alive on the inside of me. Hmm. Hallelujah. Whew. I think that's enough. But yeah, so basically, on the third day, he rose. 
you know, which you hear a lot when you go to go to church on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. They talk about, and on the third day he rose, and they go into their little thing. Um, but one thing that pointed out to me when I read Luke originally was when he like came back physically. Mm-hmm. They saw him, um, Simon, right? Mm-hmm. Simon saw him. He was walking right there with them. And didn't they not like not notice at first? He literally came back to life physically mm-hmm. walking beside them and they had no idea. So if we go to 14, 24, 14, and they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing it, Jesus himself came up and began walking with them. But their eyes were miraculously prevented from recognizing him. Then Jesus asked them, what are you discussing with one another as you walk along? And they stood still looking brokenhearted. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? It's like, wait, we see we you? We just talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> one of them named Cleopas answered him, are you the only stranger visiting Jerusalem who is unaware of the things which have happened here in these recent days? He asked, what things? And they replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, powerful indeed, and word in the sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to be redeemed, hmm. Israel, and set our nation free. Indeed, besides all of this, it is the third day since these things have happened. And also some of the women among us shocked us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and they did not find his body. Then they came back saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. So let's think about this. This is Jesus in front of them. They have no idea because, you know, God was working his ways. And they're literally telling him what happened, and he experienced Mm -hmm. it all. Can you imagine? Like, oh, now what happened? And what happened? Some of some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then Jesus said to them, O foolish men, and slow of heart to trust and believe in everything that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and only then to enter his glory? Then beginning with Moses and throughout all the writings of the prophets, he explained and interpreted for them the things referring to himself found in all the scriptures. Then they approached the village where they were going, and he acted as if he were going farther. But they urged him not to go on, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day has just about ended. So he went inside to stay with them, and it happened that as he reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it, and breaking it, He began giving it to them. Then their eyes were suddenly opened by God, and they clearly recognized him. And he vanished from their sight. So they were breaking bread. You break bread in communion. With the Messiah. Yes. Wow. And then he vanished right then (laughs) and there. Can you imagine them in that moment? It's kind of like we were walking with God, I mean Jesus, that whole time. And we were telling him stuff that he already knew in we broke bread with him, like he said, to remember me. And they broke the bread and they just see him. And then right after that, he's gone. Mm-mm. So, wow. Wow. 
you have to you have to just bask in the amazement of what the whole season that we're in is about the whole resurrection season because it's just all like a I don't want to say tenfold but yeah it's a lot mm-hmm. so how do you and feel everything about is that? significant yeah every I think the part that like always amazes me by this story is how everything connects mm-hmm. everything like like I said comes full circle you just so much stuff is brought back and you're going through like this revelation moment of you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's why this story always touches me and makes me so appreciative. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross for us, but why did he die on the cross for us? Why was it necessary? Pop quiz. Cause we talked about it already. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he died on the cross for us in order to have an intimate relationship with God and to be that sacrifice for us to be forgiven of all of our what? Sins. So that's what we're going to talk about now. And I also wanted to add that even when you mentioned about the past stories and all of the laws and all of that stuff, he saw that we couldn't live that we. It, we was failing. Yeah. You know, people dying because they were like, what know? is this? What is going on? Obviously, it's not working. Because people out here are dying. Have you seen that gift when a little boy is mad and he just like throw everything? It makes me think that's how God was in heaven. He was like watching us and he was like, and then he said, he finally, You're messing up He finally came down. I'm going to just myself. That's fine. But yes. So, um, God doesn't reward you for not sinning. He expects you not to sin. Not sinning is something that is expected of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say this. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> it's not expected of us. And it's not required of us. Because he's still going to Provide his grace and mercy. I get what you're saying. It sounds bad. He doesn't want us to. That's something that you just should do. Because you are in right standing with God. Yeah. You don't want to not please God. And yeah. you know that sin is a disgrace. Yeah. In God's eyes. He gave us a his template. He gave us a template for life. And so being that we're following him. We without regard should just follow the template that he gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is hard for a lot of people. Just because the template that he gave us, he gave it to us for a reason. So the things that we're not supposed to do most of the time mm-hmm. is stuff that our flesh just wants to do. He knows that. And that was another reason mm-hmm. that he gave us Jesus. So we could be forgiven for the sins that he knew that we were going to commit. Doesn't mean go commit the sins. Mm-hmm. It just means that if you happen to fall, you have this protection, this veil that you can go to with Jesus down on the cross that will get you instant forgiveness. You have to ask for it too. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, you do have to ask for it. You just can't be on here. 
Oh, you saw my skin, then okay. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ask for it specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope that came out right. I hope I just didn't give somebody a green light to be like, oh, okay. No, we definitely shouldn't no. pimp God's grace or no. his his forgiveness or his mercy. Just because, you know, he get, he did give us the advocate, which is Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. We sh- shouldn't take it lightly. No. It shouldn't be something that we take advantage of. Yes. He, just think about him on the cross. Do you think he'll appreciate you taking advantage of what he went through? Mm-hmm. Because you know that you can. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of piggyback off of what you said that um, God He does bless everyone. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so rather you, if you acknowledge that He is your Lord and Savior or not, He's going to bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, and He gives everyone His grace and mercy, like you did say. Um, but the difference, that song, Your grace and mercy. Brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. And I want to thank you. Mm. Okay, me either. But yeah, he does give us uh, grace and mercy, whether you acknowledge it or not. Um, but the difference is when the person realizes and acknowledge and knows that they're where their source comes from. Um, so like me and you, we're Christians, right? We we know that our source is Jesus Christ. Um, so we realize that sin does separate us from, from God. So why would we intentionally commit sin if we know we're going to cut off our source? So we're going to separate us from uh, separate what is the word I'm looking for? Separate is a good one, but what I'm thinking is you seeing, you know, originally you had like this great tunnel that you can just go through. Mm. But now tunnel. Every time you seeing you're getting something that's blocking your entrance. And what I'm thinking is like, you know how you have like these boulders that can like be put down, like these rocks in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And it's kinda like this big rock, but you, you just got this little space that you can go through, and then you just keep putting. Then next thing you know, it's like it's nothing, and then that's when you get people being like, "I just feel like I'm not hearing from God. Mm. I just feel like I'm so far from God." That's when you get into that. So yes, sin does, like you say, I love the analogy that you use. So sin does separate us from God, our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get at a crossroad, when you're like, "Okay, do I stand or not?" Yeah, do. Is that sin enough to separate you from the relationship you have with Christ? So, that's one question you should ask yourself. Yeah. And then one thing I've noticed is, you know, right before you get ready to sin or you know it's a, you you get this unction. So, you be like, uh, I know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? So... We did pose a question on our Facebook page. If you don't follow us, follow us at Obedience Pod on Facebook. Yep. And remember to follow us. And then we also have a page to call Obedience Podcast where you can like. 
But the question was, when you commit sin, do you feel distant from God? We have a response from Brittany Petway. Hey, Britt. She says, great question from personal experience, I do. We responded by, how do you, how do you overcome the feeling? She responded, lots of prayer and repentance, confessing my sins and quoting scriptures. I think that's great, quoting mm-hmm. the word. Yes. I know. It was Sarah Jakes. We went to Sarah Jakes. Mm-hmm. If you didn't see the vlog, click on that link up there. But one of the questions that one of the young ladies asked was, "How? what do I do when I feel distant from God? And I don't remember who said it. Was it? I don't remember which one of the ladies said it. But they pretty much said, you always can start by reading the word Mm -hmm. because this is where he talks to us the most in his scriptures this is what he left for us so that is great quoting scriptures leah elizabeth said yes i do i don't know i think that's ooh (laughs) yes i do um responded to her the same way how do you overcome the feeling she said, repent most definitely. Sometimes not right away because it wouldn't be sincere. Mm. That's good. Sometimes we just say, Lord, forgive me. But in our hearts, we really didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. I like the sin. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, I got a way to ask for forgiveness when I'm not thinking about the sin anymore. When Ooh. it's not a, a luscious, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking of food, like... It's still it's still lingering in my and it's not um, digested in my spirit yet. Um, Lord forgive me, but our hearts didn't really mean it. So sometimes I wait until I'm sincere. That's good. I know that probably sounds bad, but I'm being honest. I got to respond. I'm like, no, 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 that's good. I'm like, no, that's good. This entire response on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee Chantel, did I say that right? Yes. Okay. She said, if not, please, we're asking for your forgiveness. Yes. <laughs> I don't feel distant, but his spirit rebukes me, lets me know I was wrong. The unction. I, I feel like I made a big mistake. I've even anticipated a judgment slash punishment against me mm. for the action. Can we stop there? So, you know how we said that God doesn't bless you for not sinning. But every sin has a consequence. Mm-hmm. So, whereas you don't get blessed based on not sinning, if you do choose to sin, it's going to have a consequence. It may not be a bad consequence, yeah. but you do have the possibility of it because every sin has a consequence. It can be life or death, child. <laughs> but God loves, picks me up, and his mercy renews me. While letting me know I better not do it again. We have to remember that in Christ we are forgiven. Repent. Don't keep making the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. Be intentional. Yes. Yes. That is key. Now if you just out here be like, okay, let me go and do this thing. Lord, forgive me. Oh, let me do the same thing Uh again. That's not being sincere. Hey, Lord, we had this conversation before. It's me again. Mm -hmm. You know what I did. Forgive me this time. Yeah. And you have all intentions to go back. And yeah, we have to be intentional in yeah. our do betterness. But yeah, that's all the responses we got. We want to really thank you guys for thank those responses. You. They were all really good. Mm-hmm. And we really appreciate it. You guys made us look at stuff in a different light. This mm-hmm. is why we need y'all to come on the episode with us. You see, we don't have a guest this episode. Where y'all at? <laughs> we just playing. We got people. Yeah. <laughs> we booked. <laughs> We wanted it just to do this kind of intimate. Yes. 
um, since it was such an important topic. But yeah, those are really good questions. I'm mm-hmm. kind of hyped from those questions. Yes. So big takeaway from that is um, from what Leah said. Um, repent, ask for forgiveness when the sin isn't lingering in your spirit. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Thank you, ladies. So what about you, Ashley? Do you feel distant from God whenever you sin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you overcome that? Like, I think I agree with each one of them, but like you do have to make the conscious effort to intentionally ask for forgiveness. First, realize what you did, mm-hmm. why you did it. Mm-hmm. And then ask for forgiveness and ask God to next time temptation may come mm-hmm. to help you overcome it and I just to the, quote the word back to God about I think the why you did it is so important mm-hmm. because knowing why you did something will help you not do it again because mm-hmm. if you go and ask for forgiveness over something that you're not sure how you even got in that situation in the first place it's bound to happen again because mm-hmm. you don't know the protective circumstances that you can put up you cut off the source instead of the help the effects of it. Well, it's good. What okay. about you? Well, I heard it told y'all I feel distant from God. Oh, okay. In the last episode, you know, grace and mercy, grace and mercy. Your grace <laughs> That's what I have to do. Because like I said, I'm like a little puppy dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially if it's something, because, you know, if we go back to our forgiveness episode, it's really hard for me to forgive myself. And so... It's be like in my head, okay, I know God is going to forgive me, but how did you let that happen is what goes through my head. So, just working on that. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, I think that also, like, what I have troubles with is, <clears throat> I, just to let y'all know, no sin is greater than the next sin. But in my head, I have, like, these lists of sins that's just, like, the ultimate, the like, worst. you know you shouldn't do that. Why did you do that? I think that me having that hierarchy in my head mm-hmm. messes me up as well. You are the only one. It's like, okay, you committed this sin, but, hey, you kind of lied last week. It's the same. No, it's just the white lie. <laughs> just the white one. You know, so. Why we say white lie? What's the black lie? They both lie. Yeah. A gray lie, a big lie, they all lies. A, a small a one, a, a big one, they all a lie. But yeah, that you have to just remember all sin in the eyes of God is equal. I think that's so hard. Mm-hmm. I know it's so hard for me because I definitely have this hierarchy. You know, killing is right up there. Yep. That's why I looked at you yeah. guys and I was like, what? <laughs> Yep. But it, you kill somebody, you, in God's eyes, you killing somebody is the same as you lying to somebody. Mm-hmm. Just because the effects are different doesn't, it's still a sin. Yeah. yeah. But just to get that in your mind and apply it to your life, mm-hmm. it's so hard to knock out those hierarchies. Because mm-hmm. some sins, I'd be like, it's okay. My sin is better than yours. Right? Foolish. God is okay with that one. Yeah. As long as I ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. No, shop. God ain't okay with it. But it's hard. It's hard to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the world. The world has 
not the world world, but you know, like growing up, I feel like at some churches you may have been taught that certain sins were worse than others. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't necessarily true. Like when I, they necessarily didn't say this sin is worse than that. It's just kind of like when they taught, they taught about this is bad. Mm-hmm. This is bad. But then they never talked about this. And so in your head, that's conditioning you to be like, okay, that's worse than this. Mm-hmm. Because this is what we're always talking mm-hmm. about. So this is what we're going to focus on. And this is what we're not going to try to right. do. But when I do this, it's wrong. But I'm conditioned to know that this is not mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do. This is just unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable! <laughs> <laughs> what they come from? It's a cartoon. The auction? It's a cartoon. Okay. <laughs> I got so many gifts to put in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, so just remember that I don't I don't have tips on removing that because it's hard for mm-hmm. me. But I think realizing, you know, where it comes from does help. And I think, you know, just like some some sins may be harder for you because like you may never lie. Just like, you know, I'm not just going to go up and kill nobody. I never have the desire to kill somebody. <laughs> I just don't go in the right? like that. But you should focus on what you have a desire to do if you do sin. Focus yep. on that desire. All right. So I feel like this conversation that we've had about sin and asking for forgiveness and the ability to be able to ask for forgiveness and receive it immediately reminded me of this song that I heard recently. So that leads us into our song of the week for this episode. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a, a worship song. And it's literally one of those songs where you just stand or sit, but you have to close your eyes and just think about the words. Mm-hmm. And the words are like poetry. It's like a new psalm, even though it's not in the Bible. But anyway... It's by Cody Carnes and it's called Nothing Else. Mm-hmm. But the the the... The the part of the song that stuck out to me was when he said, I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. Mm, that's my favorite part. And, you know, as 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 a Christian, mm-hmm. sometimes you can be lukewarm in certain seasons and, you know, scorching hot in other seasons. But sometimes you just kind of go through the motions. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's Sunday. I'm going to church. Yeah. I'm taking this communion. Yeah. Let me get this tied and offering. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry when I just sang another song. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite part. Take me back to where we started. Right. And it just makes me think about the fire. Like everybody has that pivotal moment in their life when it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to really accept you mm-hmm. how I need to accept you. And you knew that fire that you had mm-hmm. at that one moment. And at one point it goes away. And this is just kind of like such a transparent song. Just like, take me back to where we started. Our relationship when I first decided to walk with you. Take me back to that feeling. Mm -hmm. And he says, I open up my heart to you. I'm sorry when I've come with my own agenda. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry when I fought that, when I forgot that you're enough. Mm -hmm. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. So I just felt like this song was perfect for the conversation that we're having. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you feel far from God, if you feel distant, if you feel like you haven't heard from him, literally start with this song as 
a guide to how you get things back right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's called nothing else. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Just the pure relationship of Jesus Christ. Take me back. That's what I think about when he say, take me back to, well, that's what I say when I say, uh, take me back to what we started. I open up my heart to you. Just the purity. That's like, I just wanted you. I yeah. ain't, look, you know, I was heartbroken. I was messed up, you know. Pick me up, Lord, I need you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, it, it gives me the the imagery of, a child saying, "Hey, I just want you. Can you just mm-hmm. hold me and just like rock a little me baby, like yes, you. like you didn't. You know, I've been hurt. You know, I just need a hug of my father. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, mm. nothing yeah. else and nothing else would do. I want nobody else. Nobody can, can you know, can 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 touch my heart the way you do. Nobody mm-hmm. can feel those voids like you do. Like nothing else. I just want you." Mm. Add that to your worship playlist. It, it is on mine. Repeat. <laughs> <laughs> nothing right. else. Nothing else will do. Because I just want you. Alright. So we told y'all guys the story of the crucifixion and the resurrection. Okay? Um, like I said before, resurrection can be found in Matthew 28, Mark 16, Luke 24, and John 20. You have anything to add? No, I'm, I'm good. I all think right. we did a good job at covering all of this. I think so. And we do encourage, like Shay said, we do encourage you guys to go ahead and read it on your own and get an understanding of it all. I know that was a lot of scripture, but we, we believe it's necessary for yeah. everyone to understand what was going on. This is what this podcast is all about. Mm-hmm. Bible study. Mm-hmm. Reading the Bible. So I'm sorry for y'all who just like, they never read this many scriptures. We needed you to hear the story. Yeah. For if you never go to it yourself and read it, we needed you to hear it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, um, I guess we can end this episode. We, we covered the story. Mm-hmm. We're not done with this series, though. Uh-uh. Um, we're going to have a little fun in the next series. So we took these episodes just to study and teach you guys about the importance of the resurrection yeah. and the importance of what Jesus did for us and who Jesus is to us. So now that we feel like we got the, the studying point out the way, we feel confident for you guys that you gonna, you know, listen to this, go study your word on your own time, be prepared for Resurrection Sunday. But now we're gonna, well, in the next episode, we're gonna have a little fun. Come on well, back. <laughs> so as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see you guys next time.